up, everybody? Welcome back to the SurgeCast. I am your host. My name is Scotty German, uh, and alongside me, as usual, I have none other than the voice of the Wichita Wind Surge, Mr. Tim Grubbs. Hey, it's great to be here. And, yeah. Uh, exciting. Gr- glad to be back after, uh, what do we... It's been a couple weeks since we've done this. But, Absolutely. Uh, here we go again. This is the coolest thing in the world. You, do you realize you're the nicest guy in the world? I, I don't realize that. You don't realize that? No, no. I actually heard a really good story about somebody getting a tour up in the press box where you were, and you were in, in the between innings. Right. And uh, it was a nice family, and they came up, and they were talking to you, and you were talking to them back, and it was so amazing because you had the timing so perfectly where you were having a conversation with them, and the first pitch was getting ready to happen, and even these guys were sitting there going, like, you need to get back to work, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I said goodbye, and I went on my way. (laughs) And then you went on your way, and it was just... Perfect. It's almost, you know, when you've done this as long as you know, you know in your head what 90 seconds is. Yeah. And you're I, like, I can say hi. I can ask them a question. They can ask their questions. Yeah. And as long as it's short and sweet, you're like, all right, good to meet you. Have fun. <laughs> Go search. Nice. <laughs> uh, well, welcome, everybody, back to the SurgeCast. Um, this is an episode uh, that we're going to talk a little bit about the current events in baseball. Uh, for major leagues and especially with the Wind Surge organization. This is the official podcast of the uh, Wichita Wind Surge, uh, by the way. Uh, but we got a lot of stuff going on um, in Major League Baseball. We got a lot of stuff going on in Minor League Baseball as well that we're going to kind of keep you in tune. And uh, we've been on a long road trip for the last uh, couple of weeks. It's been a, uh, it's a weird stretch. Yeah, it's man. a s- stretch, I hope, when they redo the schedule for 2023, they don't do something like this. Yeah, so. how do you do that? Yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> I mean how you, you cannot this? put a team on the road for 24 of 30 yeah. in the heart of summer. Right. You know, I mean, this is one for the folks of Wichita. They want to come to the ballpark. Sure. And here you are gone for a huge chunk of July and a huge chunk of August. All in, It's all clumped up. Now, it's not that we don't have the same home amount of home games as Tulsa and right. Amarillo. It's just, but you want it, I mean, it's... You want it spread out. Yeah. Like, you, you don't want to be on the road for two full weeks and then oh. come home for a week and then go right back out for two weeks. Absolutely. Um, but it, it's it's hard on family life. It's yeah. hard for the staff. It's hard on season ticket holders. And How, how does the schedule normally play out? Like, like I mean, obviously, we... So, we, normally, we never get an off day a week. Oh. So, that's the one benefit to this year. And I'm, okay. I like that. Yeah. Um, normally, there's a lot more travel. Okay. Like... Um, you, so when a team comes to Wichita for six days, we would probably see two teams instead of one team. Oh. So for fans to come to a ball game on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to see Midland, for example, mm-hmm. and then you go to the Thursday, Thursday game, and then you turn back around and come to the fireworks on Friday, you'd probably see a different opponent. Oh, which no Which meant that a team would have traveled overnight or during the day to get here. Harder on the players, harder on the team. But obviously, a little more entertaining for oh, the darn. home base because you're seeing a different variety. And if you live in Wichita, Kansas, and you're a Padres affiliate, you're a Padre fan for yeah. some reason. You know, you could see Padres on Thursday, and then maybe see Mariners on Friday, or you know, there's a little bit more mix. Okay. So, and we have seen a lot of the same teams yeah. all year. I mean, we played Tulsa a lot. We played Springfield a ton early. Now we're going to get back to playing them again. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a little bit more of a variety. Yeah. But, um, you know, and it's harder on the teams. But So I do like that we play the same team for six days in a row. I, I like going do. to a city for six days in a row. I just wish we didn't do two in a row. Yeah. You know, we're home for a week. Go back on the I wish it was, you know, like they are, like like the guys that work on the oil rigs or whatever. Yeah. Seven on, seven off. Seven on, seven <laughs> yeah. off. You know what I mean? No. I wish it was sense. something a little bit closer to that. Yeah. And 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 like you said, we're getting ready to go back to Tulsa 
next yeah. week. Yeah, to continue oh. the uh, Coors Light Propeller Series, and uh, we hope to to win that Propeller Trophy and and bring it right here into our podcast booth and uh, yeah, and celebrate. Yeah, uh, so, does it get kind of tiring whenever you're playing the same team over and over again? It can be. Um, the one thing that t- I first off going to Tulsa. This will be our third trip to Tulsa. Yeah, this would have been very tiring if it had been a city I didn't like. Oh, that's true. Um, Tulsa is a good ballpark, really yeah. nice ballpark. Yeah, um, I'm, not gonna, pleas- I'm not going to say anything nice about them. No, and and, and, and the hotel <laughs> is great. There's a lot of food options. Um, you know, I know Wichita and Tulsa have a rivalry, and yeah. I probably here I am complimenting them. Yeah, hey, don't do that. Our ballpark here is nicer. Yeah, but I do like their ballpark. So I am fortunate that. If they're going to send you to a city for 18 games, yeah. at least it's a city that's an easy trip down yeah. there. And I highly recommend our fans to, to make a trip down yeah. there to come visit their ballpark to see what it's like. Their ballpark, square footage-wise, is a little more than half of ours. Really? So it's, it's, like, it's, it's the same amount of seats in general. In general. They don't have as yeah. much grass berm. And, oh, so yeah, we yeah. will have a bigger a capacity because of that. But it's a lot more squished. There's not as much room on the concourse and all that sort of stuff. So it does have a, a decent feel to it, but it's really small. You know, I've been actually, I have forgot this question for several for several ep- episodes, but I've been wanting to ask you this for a long time. If you were not up in the press box in, and announcing every single game, where would you want to be sitting? Would you want to be right behind home plate, or would you want to be in the outfield? So, as a broadcaster who's who broadcasts three thousand plus games, oh, I'm always imagine. behind home plate. Right. So when you do go to a game with me, I always want to buy tickets elsewhere. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. I all, I never want to sit behind home plate when I'm drinking a beer and enjoying the ball game as a fan. That's awesome. I don't have a specific spot. Per ballpark, okay. Um, you know, obviously, when I went to Wrigley Field, uh-huh. I wanted to sit in the bleachers. Sure, you know, I wanted to sit, and there's different spots. I've never, I've been to Fenway, but never during the season. Oh, um, I've been to Fenway in the winter time. Um, been inside the monster and yeah. been atop the monster, but I would want to sit atop the monster if I got that opportunity. Um, in this ballpark. And the only reason why I say this is, um, you know, where our administration building is in, right center field. And I've come down the steps and I've had to take a a phone call or two. And I've sat in that area, those right field seats Mm -hmm. with the tables and all that sort of stuff. And during batting practice, and I've really enjoyed that view. Really, And I I think if I was to just take a day off and and just watch the game i think that's where i would sit that's awesome i would that's want awesome. that view you know i think that's a question i want to ask like a whole bunch of broadcasters it's like where would you want to sit i know right where i'd be i was a center fielder for You're so center many field years person. oh yeah i'm yeah. totally totally center field i i like to i like to get the read on the ball mm-hmm. that's the other thing because then i can see it off the bat and there was there was a, a game that we went to just recently it was a couple nights ago and and you can just tell when one's rocked uh, you can and it it was only like I don't know, 15, 20 feet away from us. Whenever it is, it, a, dude, it is a cool view from the outfield, yeah. you know, because if, if you watch a lot of baseball on TV, you're used to that center field camera. Yeah. So to actually sit there and then to always watch that view, I think it's, it's, it's a neat That's view. Awesome. I used to go watch a lot of P- Pittsburgh pirate games growing up in center field That's the best because place. it was a cheaper ticket on the lower level. Oh, you know, yeah, because yeah, yeah, of yeah. the way they tiered yeah. the prices, sure. you know, I would rather you could pay the same amount of money and sit behind home plate, but on the level six, but uh-huh. in level two, 
you could be in the outfield, and I always picked the outfield. That's awesome. And I thought I always liked that angle. That's awesome. But well, we're coming up into uh, like playoff races uh, in the major leagues, and whenever that happens, you see a lot of movement uh, through the rosters, and we've already experienced some of those roster moves ourselves. Yeah, as teams are trying to make the playoffs in the major leagues, the minor league system gets shook up a little bit as well. And it's crazy because you know, obviously, we have not had affiliated baseball in Wichita in quite some time and the way this year it shook up I mean it impacted our division in a big way yeah um you're you think these trades you know obviously when you're looking at the crawl on MLB Network or ESPN you're seeing Nelson Cruz traded to Tampa Bay yeah and you're like oh okay so he got dealt and it says for other players or Mm -hmm. sometimes it says the names people don't really look at what the other names are but When you're in double-A baseball or minor league baseball, it has an immediate impact. Kelvin yeah. Fauché, one of our relievers, got traded with Nelson Cruz to Tampa. So all of a sudden, we were minus a pitcher. Mm-hmm. But then a couple days later, you see the deal with Barrios being traded to Toronto, and we got a shortstop center fielder, one of the best prospects in all of minor league baseball, Holy number smokes. 15 overall. And all of a sudden you put him on your roster and it's like, we just got the big catch. Yeah. Simeon Woods Richardson also in that deal. He's yet to make his debut with the wind surge because he's over in the Olympic games in uh, Tokyo, but he'll be here soon because the games are over as of this morning. Yeah. Um, he won a silver medal. So he'll be joining our ball club sometime in Tulsa. And we'll be uh, worked into that pitching rotation soon. So we were impacted big time with picking up, hopefully, two studs. Yeah. We also picked up a a relief pitcher, a lefty, with got some good talent, and Evan Sisk. And Alex Scherf, Sisk came from the Cardinals. Scherf came from the Red Sox. So we've gotten some guys. Yeah. And then you see Tulsa, for example, they lost their three best players. Yeah. Because of the Scherzer trade to the Nationals. And all of a sudden... They're playing with a little bit of a depleted deck. Yep. Um, the Arkansas Travelers lost one of their best players in a deal that the Seattle Mariners were involved with. That's their affiliate. So you can see how our playoff picture just changed overnight oh, yeah. because of our major league teams and because of what was impacted. Oh, my God. It can help you and it can hurt you. I've been on minor league teams where we have been uh, on both sides of it. And sure. I, I think this year, at least on paper, it looks like we were impacted and yeah. in a good way. Oh, yeah. And, the, and nobody talks about this. Like, especially if you're a minor league baseball town, which Wichita now mm-hmm. is, like, nobody talks about how the movement. I mean, you always think of whenever you go to a minor league game, it's, it's always the movement up to the major right. league thing. You never realize that, holy smokes, a trade could happen. And you can see one of baseball's, like, rising stars in – Austin Martin, yeah. Or Austin, Austin He's the Martin. 15th best prospect. Like, he Holy came out of nowhere. Smokes. Like, I'm on the radio talking about, you know, players that are playing very well in Cedar Rapids on a, nice, on a nightly basis. Oh That's the level God. right below us. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, once the opening happens, once the Twins think he's ready, mm-hmm. so-and-so could be joining us from Cedar Rapids. This is out of nowhere because yeah. I'm not looking at the Blue Jays farm system to right. help us. And... And I heard the trade potentially Barrios to the Dodgers. I heard Barrios to the Padres. And then it wasn't until like the day of that I heard Toronto. Yeah. And and then all of a sudden they pulled the trigger and I'm like, all right, who are these guys? And I'm like, holy smokes. Yeah. Like we those guys are both a double A. Yeah. Now that the trade for Nelson Cruz, the twins got two pitchers that were triple A. Mm-hmm. So that didn't help us. Yeah. But I mean, you, you can see how quickly. 
so do you affects want, us. Do you want to take bets right now on how how long Austin Martin's going to be in the be a wind surge player? I, mean, I would hope he's here the rest of the season. I would um, say the rest of the season. This is his first professional season. Right. He played for Vanderbilt last year. Right. Fifth overall pick in the draft. So, um, and the fact that there was no minor league season, you know, I mean, yeah, he's young and he needs to be developed. And the last thing you want to do is rush a guy. Baseball is such a mental game. Even Mm -hmm. the best players fail 70% of the time Yeah, that you need to make sure that you're ready to go. So I think Austin's here the rest of the year and depending on his development, where he is, you know, you, you never know. He could start next year with us depending on where the twins think. I probably would not be a betting person that would put much money on that. <laughs> yeah, I would think he probably starts next year in AAA. I think, I think he starts next year in AAA. He spends about two and a half weeks, and then he's called up probably pretty quick. Well, depending on the rules, and we don't have to get into it. Oh, so yeah, if it was under the current rules, I would agree yeah. that he would start next year in AAA, and it would be a while, maybe a month, kind of what the Cubs did with Curtis Bryant years oh, ago. Okay, okay. But they think that, with the new collective bargaining agreement, oh, yeah. they're going to kind of change some of the rules. The players' okay. union doesn't like that you can do that and cost a guy a year of free agency. Okay. And so if if they can all come to an agreement, which we know this is probably not going to go all very well this <laughs> offseason, yeah. but at the ninth, at the midnight hour, they'll usually come to an agreement. Both yeah. sides make some concessions. And if it means the National League has a designated hitter and if it means... This and this, that's what's all going to happen. And I do think that for players, you know, you, you, you feel bad when you they hold back at Tatis. You know the guy was ready. Yeah. The Padres didn't hold him for very long, but the Cubs left back Bryant. Uh, um, Jason Hayward got held back a little bit with the Braves. It happens year in and year out. Yeah. So, I mean, for those guys that are ready, they – I mean, you don't do that in any other sport. Right. I mean, when you're drafted in the first round in the NFL, you're playing in the NFL immediately. That's right, immediately. The yeah. NBA, immediately. You know, and then even if you're a late pick in the NBA, you might go to the G League for a brief period of time. Right. But once you're ready, they're, you're ready. They call yeah. you up. Yeah. Baseball's the only sport that kind of messes with these guys. That's true. That's a good point. And now we're kind of talking about, like, uh, like playoff implications, and, and minor league baseball has a playoffs, don't they? Yeah, they do, and we have it our – and it's the one thing that's kind of confusing is when you look at the division standings, yeah. it says we're in first place. We're really technically in second. Because you throw out the divisions this year, right? And I don't think that'll stay full time, right? That's yeah. just this year because they're only going to take they're only going to play one round, right? Um, so normally you would take the two top teams in each sure. division and have a have a divisional playoff round and then the championship round. Not the case this year, right? So uh, Frisco and and us would be the two playoff teams. If the season ended today, we would be home for games one and two. So uh, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, we're playing great baseball. We've had a number of walk-offs. This we had two of them this city, week. Baby. The, the walk-off city, um, you know, when Bob designed, Bob Millette, uh, you know, is in charge yeah. of all of our fan experience and sure. stuff. And we had two walk-offs in three days against Arkansas back in early June. Yeah. And it was thrilling. Yeah. I mean, they were two of the best walk-offs that I've been a part of. Right. And you see how the players are celebrating and, he, he took the picture and, and just designed Jose Miranda's swing. And we came up with a shirt, had one of my home run calls on the back of the yep. shirt. And it says, hashtag walk off city. And, and you're like, this is going to haunt us. <laughs> and the next, because I'm superstitious and I'm the person that so says, am I. oh, 
once you say something, it goes backwards. That next road trip, we got walked off three yeah. times. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like, here we go. Yeah. But now we're back on track. And yeah. We've had our own share of walk-offs. So yeah. We've had two this week, seven this year. Yeah. Some crazy ones. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a ball popped up on the infield. Somebody drops it. Somebody dropped it, and we won the ball game. Last night, you score two runs, or when we're taping this, by the way. Yeah. Or, um, two runs from on a sacrifice fly. I mean, I've only seen that happen like once two in my times. life. Two times in my entire life. And it's never been a walk-off. No. So the fact that that happened last night, that was, that was awesome. That's incredible. It's incredible. So for, for, what, uh, for what it's worth, I mean, that's tagging up from second base, knowing that the guy in center field is going to catch the ball. Right. And you're tagging up thinking, I'm, gonna, I'm moving to third. I'm going to score. <laughs> and you're, you're, it's behind you. Yeah. So for Jermaine Palacios, and I know Ramon was sending him, but if you look at the replay – Jermaine wasn't stopping. No. Like, like I know he's reading the third base coach, but I'm looking at him, and even though Ramon is waving the arm, I mean, like, he wasn't stopping, and he was going. Now, the outfielder, there was no error involved, but he did screw up. Like, he was, he caught it, and his momentum was taking him towards the wall. Mm -hmm. As a good outfielder, you get behind it. Yes. And you make the catch and come forward. Right. And... You know, and Jermaine must have read that. Mm-hmm. And once he realized he was going to be making the grab and going backwards, I think he realized, hey, I got a chance to get two here. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're out, you go to the 10th and you try to win it. Yeah. If you're safe, it's incredible. It's remarkable. Yeah. And, uh, hey, we'll take it. A beautiful thing. All and, day uh, long. All certainly day long. an awesome ending to a great night at the ballpark. Oh, man. And, and, and it's incredible. I mean, like, fans are getting into it. Mm-hmm. You're getting a lot of people out there. I mean, obviously, you're going to have your season ticket holders, your guys that are, that are there day in and day out. They just want to go to the ballpark and have a good time. But the people that are coming in and then seeing these games, it's like, holy smokes. I mean, the ballpark's electric. What have you know, we I know been for missing? The- for the people that are listening, you know, are probably like, yeah, I know it's a lot. No, but it really is. It, it's awesome. I mean, I go on the road. I've called, you know, just as many road games this year as home games. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a get, but you can just tell the electricity. And it's been electric for a few nights in Tulsa. It's been electric for a few nights in Amarillo. But then you go to, a, man, I'm not going to say anything, but our most recent road trip. There was no much. There wasn't much there. You can go look at the calendar and figure out what two cities I'm talking about. There just wasn't uh, the vibe that y- yeah. you get in some of these cities. And you know, and, and after being there, and then coming home, and it was, it hit you like you know, yeah, boom. You're like, all right, we're back. Yeah. And even our CEO Jordan Kobritz was like, "You seem like you have a, a little bit more pep in your step." And I'm like. You know, and it, and it does. Yeah. You know, and it is. I mean, it is almost like a, a, a shot of adrenaline. Absolutely. When you have a fan base like this that's really enjoying it. And, you know, I mean, it's, and I will say this, and I, I this team has been special. Yeah. Like, I know we're blessed to have this this year mm-hmm. to open the ballpark, but this isn't your normal year. No. This isn't a normal team. No. I, I just feel like this is a pretty special team. This is an awesome team. Um, and we talked a lot about roster moves. So, mm-hmm. Whenever we, whenever we talk about the minor league m- rosters moving and stuff like that, the prospects get traded for and all of that other stuff, well, what ends up happening at the very, very top in Major League Baseball, we had one particular team that traded away a fire sale. They, yeah. they, they had a fire sale. And as a Cardinals fan, I'm sad. And that is the Chicago Cubs trading Anthony Rizzo, Javi Baez, and Chris Bryant. I mean, it's it's crazy. This is um, insane. 
you know, I mean, it's it's how the Cubs, and I'm not a Cubs fan. Um, but no, I don't like the Cubs. I don't like the Cubs. I, at I, all. <laughs> I mean, we're in the Central. We're, uh, yeah. You know, we hate the Cubs. Yeah, You're a Cardinal fan. I'm a Cardinal fan. I, I grew up Cubs. a Pirates fan, uh-huh. um, which when I was younger, they were not in the same division. Well, they were. They were both in the National League East back then. Yeah, back all in the day. All three of them were all yeah. in the NL East. But now that they're NL Central, I, I don't like them. I liked rooting against them yeah. a few years ago. Totally. Because I love the curse. Mm-hmm. You know, and I knew. Totally. But I felt... When they won, I was excited. I was excited, too. Because I have a ton of Cubs fans. Yeah. And to see 98-year-old people, women, cool. crying and, and so excited that yeah. they've waited their whole life for this. It was really a special thing. And that's yeah. what makes baseball great. And those guys were so young. And if you would have asked me the day after they won the World Series in 2016, how many will this group get? I would have said minimum Three. I'm the same way, bro. And I would have been pretty safe to say minimum. Min- minimum three. Because I thought this was what we experienced with the Yankees yep. in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be coming to 100%. the National League, that these guys were going to roll it off. Um, yep, and 100%. And they were together. They were young. It was you know financially going to work. The Cubs were a team that sell out every game they're on wgn yep. that this is all this is like the perfect machine and it it you know and then to see that it all kind of fall apart yep. um you know they mismanaged a lot of things yeah they um, did. and you know as much credit as uh, jed hoyer and and theo epstein you know as their top management signing hayward to all of that money signing you darvish to all of that money and those guys not really working out and yep. you know kind of hurt any future possibilities of re-signing. And it's just crazy that that are all gone. Yeah, it's um, nuts. I mean, I mean. And Schwarber was gone the year before. Yeah, that was another one. it's just like, you know, how did you have this happen? Yeah. Um, I compare it to, you know, the 85 Bears mm-hmm. were the greatest football team. I'm, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and I think they're the best franchise of all time, and I, I don't hide that. You're delusional. But the 85 Bears were the greatest team I've ever seen. Yeah. And it was a one-year wonder. Yeah. You know, they should have won three Super Probably. Bowls or something like that. Yeah. The 86 Mets were incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they the won one. The Amazons? They won one. And they did They did get back to the playoffs but and fell short to, sure. in, in 88 to the Dodgers. But, no, I mean, and to see them sell that all off, um, you know, few, five years after the fact, the Nationals won a World Series two years ago. Mm-hmm. They sold off all their parts. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Yes, and it's Scherzer to the freaking Dodgers. Now they're. I mean, yeah, no, and it's how. how I mean, can the is the season over? <laughs> like, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, everybody go just go ahead and go, and go home. No, L.A. Dodgers back to back. Well, and, and I very, mean, and I hope that's not the case. And you know, I kind of rooted for the Dodgers last year, but, but kind of in the postseason. But this year, I'm rooting against them because totally. I was like, they really did. They really did stack the deck. So bit. let's hopefully, you know. Some some David can come in there and oh, totally. and knock them down. And, I'm rooting for that person. And the Padres, you know, if, if they can get that's Tatis healthy, they those games in San Diego are crazy to watch. Crazy, that, I love it, and I love it. Their fan base is rejuvenated. Yep. They haven't had good baseball there in a long time. Yeah, and they win, and you see the crowd shots. It's like watching the end of a football game. Totally. I mean, it's great. It's awesome. It's been a lot of fun, and I love that they brought their brown uniforms yeah. back because them being blue, 
you know, just being, you know, Navy. 200 miles down the road from yeah. the Dodgers. I'm like, no, 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 no. That can't happen. No, you can't do that. You got to have your own identity. I don't like brown and yellow normally, <laughs> and you're not going to see me wear those colors. Yeah. But you know what? If I was a Padre fan, I would. Oh, totally. And 100%. I, yeah, I think it's it's unique, and I like unique. Yeah. I, I do want to say this because I know there, there are some people that listen to the podcast that know that I do another show, and yeah. and my best friend is the PA announcer here at, right. at Riverfront Stadium, who is a diehard Cub fan. Yep. He is from Decatur, Illinois, and he's been, me and him have been best friends since, I don't know, it's, it's been over 10 years. That dude... He's got to be crushed. Oh, he's crushed. He, he's, he, he vows that he's not going to watch another Cubs game all year and possibly for the next two. And I just like, dude, no, like you can't do that. Yeah. But as a Cardinals fan, and he's, and he's the guy that's texting me in 2016 and, you know, talking smack, you know, yeah. he's, he's rubbing it in and I get it. And I understand that's what best friends do. That's what you do. Yeah. But seeing these these four guys, Kimbrell too was another one that yeah. ended up leaving. But we kind of knew that one. Was you knew happen. that one was, coming. and you kind of knew Chris Bryant was going to go. I knew Kimbrell and Bryant were going. Yeah, that's my whole deal. I, I thought agree. they'd keep Rizzo. I thought they'd definitely keep Baez, and Gordon I thought for Rizzo. sure they'd keep Baez. Yes, a hundred percent. And and I watching didn't them expect go. all of it. No, I didn't either. And, and then for all of them to hit home runs in their, their debuts debut. for the new team, it's like here you go, Chicago. <laughs> like insult to injury. Right then and there. And I told him, I even told him, I was like, Derek, man, I'm a Cardinal fan, and I I just love you so much right now. Like, I yeah. feel so terrible And their, for their you. fans will say that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a Pirates fan growing up and yeah. still follow them. Although, it, when you work in minor league baseball, it's funny. I probably know a player on every major league baseball team right now, oh. except for Pittsburgh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kind of say that, you know, I still root for the Pirates, but I kind yeah. of, I root for individuals. I sure. root for the guys that I really like. They yeah. got to know. But they, they have... They have done the strip down thing, and mm -hmm. I'm all for it. I think when you're a market like that, obviously you got to go, you got to do it, and then you, you build back up. Obviously, we saw it up the road in Kansas City. Yeah, they were stripped down ten years ago. They got the young Gordon and Mustakis, oh, and they got man. those guys ready to roll. And they had two incredible years, and then they've had what four horrible years horrible. since. And this year, I don't really understand what they're doing because they win twelve in a row and they lose ten in a row, and then they, you know what I mean. And yeah. I know they're a last place team or close to it, but. You know, but you see that they have some bright prospects coming. That's right. And um, you can see that the uh, there will be a little bit of a future there for sure. them. They, at least lineup-wise. Right. they got to find some pitching somewhere, but, I mean, their lineup's going to be stacked. Yeah. So I get it. And this year, the baseball trade deadline was as great as ever. Oh, it was great. I, you know, you hate to say the term the greatest one ever, but I think you can. Yeah. And no, I don't I know why. It seemed like the teams that were going for it, Pushed all the chips in. Oh, totally. And it seemed like the other teams were, were that were selling off 100%. went all out. This, and they're the, like, you know what? Let's reload for 2022 and beyond. Yeah, this was a game of Texas holding where yep. everybody went all in. Everybody either went all in or all out. Yeah, exactly. And, was, and I don't remember that happening I, to this degree No, in the past where no. you saw so much movement. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's because of the lost year or the half year last year or whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. at the major league level. But at this year, it was like, wow, this yeah. was awesome. This was awesome. This was, and it was it's going to set up for a great October. That's, that's exactly right. That's the whole point. That's yeah. the whole point. All those teams that went all in, they are expecting to go into, deep into October and possibly knock off the Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what it ends, it's, it's going to take. That's what it's going to take. But, and, you know, anything can happen. You know, you, we've seen it in all the sports. Yeah. 
Um, you know, NBA most recently. I mean, I thought the Bucks were a very good team the last three years. I did too. But they always seem to go wrong. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't have said Bucks will win it. Even at the beginning of the NBA playoffs, no. I was like, I wouldn't have bet them very much. But no. hey, you just never know what's going to happen. You just want a ticket to the tournament and get in and see what happens. Okay, but my question would be, okay, would the Bucks blow you away that they actually won the, the NBA Finals or that they played the Suns for the NBA Finals? Right, a team that hadn't made the playoffs like in 14 years. Correct. Like, that is what I, I was pulling for the Suns, by the way. I really was because they just – they had nothing. They have nothing in Phoenix yeah. for so, so long. And so it's like, eh. You know, they were a team that a championship. You know, obviously last year with very little sports, I watched a little more NBA yeah. than than I would normally with the bubble. Yeah. And you know, they had that play in round before the playoffs, right. and the Suns went like eight and one or something like that. And I watched them a couple of times. I'm like, this team's budding future. And then they got yeah. Chris Paul, and I did think, okay, they're going to be good, God, but ridiculous. they're not going to be. NBA Finals runner-up good. Right. I thought, okay, they'll be like the number six team. And they'll lose to the Lakers in the second round or right. something like that. But, oh, wow. That's another sport. Pretty but. good story. Yeah, different story. But it just shows that uh, you just have to get in. And it, yeah. craziness has happened. Yeah. Uh, well, moving on, we got, uh, we got some uh, announcement that we are going to now have the NBC tournament coming to Wichita and playing at Riverfront Stadium for the first time. What do you think of that? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm going to be out of town. Let's go, but man. it's going to be pretty cool. I got I've, to play in that. I, I played you've in played it, in I it? I played in it years ago. It was back whenever I was much slimmer and much more athletic. But, uh, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for this to happen. This is, the, this is the coolest thing in the entire world to me because that is when all of these teams from all over the country come into the center of America and play in a tournament, and it's baseball around the clock. Yeah. yeah, I mean, seriously, and it's a lot of fun. I, they I literally re- used to play baseball around the clock. Yes. There'd be games at 2 in the morning. They're yeah. not doing that anymore. I but. know, but that was the <laughs> best. It was so cool. I remember I, I remember going to those games. I remember playing in those games. I remember whenever we had, like, we, we won one game, and then they're like, all right, guys, go home, get some sleep. You play at uh, 4 a.m. I'm sorry, what? What time? What time? <laughs> no, you got to go home and get some sleep because in, in like, you know, eight hours, you got to play a baseball game. Go home and get some sleep. You play at 4 a.m. You're like, you're crazy. Are you kidding That's me? awesome. But, but um, it's, young, it's young kids. And when yeah. you look back at who played in this tournament in oh years past, God. yeah, you're on that list. But there's some really good players that have played on that I'm list. I'm on the same list as Barry Bonds. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Clemens. <laughs> For once in my life, I'm on yeah. a list with Barry Bonds. Uh, but no, it, but it, no, it'll be cool. And, it'll and I'm, be I'm excited. I hope the fans embrace it. I hope the fans come out. And, yeah. and check it out. And for these kids that are actually on the field, it, mm-hmm. it's incredible. Yeah. That and they're going to be playing on that kind of diamond. Like back whenever I was playing, this is the craziest thing in the world. You know one of the, the, the teams, I, I want to say they won it two years in a row. You know where they're from? Is it Santa Barbara, California? Nope. Anchorage, Alaska. Wow. They, I knew the Santa Barbara team was good. I know there's a team that's good from Seattle. Um, Anchorage, Alaska. Holy smokes. Imagine playing baseball on ice. Yeah. That would be a little crazy. I mean, that's what the spikes to help you for, you know, grip and stuff like that. But I, it was incredible. They came, they came from Alaska. They had crazy jerseys back in this was back in like 2004 and five or whatever it was. It was shocking, but these guys were all around the area, big baseball fans, and they were all studs. That's they, awesome. They were awesome. But that was uh, many, many years ago. That's me showing my age. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> no, that's going to be cool. It's going to be a lot I'm of fun. I'm excited. And if, you know, every time there's an event at, MB, at, at Riverfront, I, I feel like, you know, like what Lou Schweckheimer's dream was. Oh, man. This was not going to be just a minor league ballpark. There's right. going to be a lot more to this than this. And this is awesome. Absolutely. So do you know uh, when that kicks off? 
technically the NBC I think tournament. it gets going here in the next day or next, two. Okay. So, right. yeah, it's early this week. I think it starts off go. Monday. There you go. Uh, but then also the the wind surge uh, now moving on they're going to go and play uh, they're mo- they're closing out their series with uh, Midland Rockhounds and then they're going to end up going to Tulsa on the road so you're going to be yep. in Tulsa again they're getting that uh, propeller series yeah. trophy okay the prope- right. well we play them we play, still play them twelve more times six there um, this week and then Tulsa comes back here in two weeks so then we go to Springfield to play uh, your beloved Cardinals I, is it I mean I mean I'm rooting for the wind surge obviously. Right. But, but you'll keep an eye on – that's what you do in minor league baseball. You yeah. root for your team, and you keep an eye on your prospect. That's the, right. The prospects for that's your exactly ball club. Because right. you'll like the Nolan Gormans and the Absolutely. Herrera and those other guys when they finally put the St. Louis yeah. uniforms on. Yeah, man. That's but, good stuff. So I can see it. Just like when, you know, Northwest Arkansas was here. Yeah. I would literally be watching the crowd, and they were rooting for the wind surge. Yeah. But when Nick Prado did something, or Bobby Witt Bobby Jr. Witt Jr. Something, did something, that's or MJ right. Melendez did something, God, that, that was a little so different. Cool. Yeah, it was that, cool. that was really cool. It was a great experience, and it was fun to watch. Man, thank you, Wichita. Like Wichita is is kind of embracing this, I think. And, yeah. and it's so cool to see like people come out, root for the wind surge. Yay, that's awesome. Yeah. But, but I mean, a lot of them are Royals fans. A lot of them are, and I think a lot of them at the at the beginning said stuff to me. I was like, I really guys wish you guys weren't. In the same affil- yeah. the same division. Right. And I get it. Like you and I were just talking about, uh-huh. we're NL Central guys. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I think in the end it's going to work out. Totally. Because like the first thing I did, and I did it again the other day because I forgot. I was like, all right, our season ends in September 19th. I was like, is Minnesota at the K the last week of September? Because I would have liked to have seen sure. maybe some of our former guys yeah. play at the big league level against the Royals. Probably not going to fly all the way sure. up to Minneapolis or drive all right. the way up. Not that it's that far. It's right. definitely doable. And I know several people who have done it from Minneapolis who have come to visit Wichita, and they love the ballpark. But um, I was like, if I could go see him in Kansas City, that'd be great. So I think back, being in the same division in some ways has a benefit, especially a couple of years from now. Oh, 100%. When you go to a Royals game and you yeah. see Josh Winder pitching and Jordan Belazovic and totally. Celestino and Miranda yeah. and Martin and all these other names that, you know, Bechtold that are currently playing for us and you're going to see them wearing their Twins uniforms. It's be a lot of fun. 100%. Well, uh, Wichita, thank you guys so much. This was a great episode. It was yeah, a lot it was- of fun. We, we had some fun. Tim's still the nicest guy in the entire world. If you've never met Tim, if you see Tim out, go up and shake his hand. He's a nice guy. And then you'll probably say he's not the nicest nah, guy in the world. jerk. <laughs> <laughs> he walked right by me at Dylan's. Yeah, that's right. He didn't say anything. He didn't see me. He didn't recognize me. Uh, uh, but we've got, we've got a great rest of the season. The season's slowly dwindling down. We've got a couple of homestands. I think, well, we got two we've or still three. got uh, three, three series left. We've got Tulsa yep. um, for a week. And then we go back on the road for a week, and then we come home and have the two Arkansas teams. That's right. Um, the Arkansas Travelers and the Northwest Arkansas Naturals. There you go. So, so And we ended on two homestands in a in row. In a row, yeah. Good job. Yeah, so, you, and you then, have fun with that. <laughs> and then we've got, um, hopefully, postseason baseball. Yeah. And we end on a Sunday. I think it's September 19th, if mm-hmm. I'm correct, without looking at a calendar. And sure. if I'm wrong, just pick the Sunday that's closest to September 19th. <laughs> then there's an off day on Monday. And as of now, we would be home that Tuesday and Wednesday nice. for the postseason. And if we end up jumping Frisco, we would be home that Friday and Saturday and go. potentially Sunday. So either way, we could have some bonus baseball here Heck yeah, at baby. Riverfront. Let's go. 
Let's go. All right. This was fun. This was fun. Guys, thank you guys so much uh, for listening into this episode. Uh, if you like this episode and you think it's a good one, uh, tell your friends. That's the best part about it. Share and let them know that we do this. Uh, we try to do it every couple of weeks. So we try to just kind of keep you informed as best we possibly can. Obviously, Tim's schedule is absolutely crazy and minus. Uh, but, guys, thank you so much. And as always, Sir Joe.